Blog Talk Radio. Accused them of allowing hate at work. 
Also, Facebook's data sharing practices under investigation. Um, Betsy DeVos suggests that bribing colleges help students learn math. Okay, she on the kiss it list. And uh, also, story of mother sentenced to jail for enrolling child in different district scandal. What's popping with Papa Didi tonight? Our weird news. A t-shirt done used to launch contraband into Oklahoma prison. Also, French fry munchin ferret found. Ooh, that's a lot of F at California City Hall. And also, lamb found trotting through New York City bridge traffic. I'm just saying with red wine. We have Living for the City with Papa Didi again. I'm Kettle. I have the Hollywood wrap-up with you guys tonight. The cocktail of the week is called a 1934 zombie. Wow. I'll kiss it, list in the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we're going to come back with the hot topics. I just want to add one thing before we go to break. I just want to say sure. uh, we were riding on the highway today, and I saw a sign that said, Slow down, leprechauns crossing. I looked up and went, what? Mm. Yes, on the overhead highway side. I'm like, are you for, really for real? Leprechauns uh, I, I crossing. Heard. That's what we're doing now. I've heard it all. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That, that's all I got. I, mean, I just got, had to throw that out there. I mean, for the Highway Safety Board, if you got time to be cracking jokes when you should be telling people to put their damn safety belt on, you know what I mean? Yeah, secure or your, fix the daggone streets. How about that? Yeah, or secure your child properly in a car seat. You know, some old little, you know. Oh, that's crazy. A leprechaun crossing. Yeah, leprechaun's crossing. Slow down, mm. well. How much did they pay for that big electronic board on the highway? Like a million damn dollars? They think that's some funny chiggity. Yeah. They think mm-hmm. that's cute. But anyway, all Joe, right. Joe, you know Joe. Joe's funny. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Joe. Anyway. <laughs> You're listening to The Pajama Party on WPJP Blog Talk Internet Radio, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the John Point. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. You guys got it's lost? What's wine. going on? Y'all going to leave me hanging? What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, you know, I think uh, Red Wine had to break out the oil can like the Tin Man. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's all good. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get into... Uh, the first hot topic, and it looks like I'm okay. up first. We're trying right. to get it I'm together. All right, we got uh, <laughs> USC. What's happening at Yale? Let's see. Oh, Ooh, the cheating boy. scandal. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the cheating scandal. It ain't going nowhere. The University of mm. Southern California, mm. Yale University, and several other elite bubba bubba colleges oh, are of being course. sued. By two Stanford University students who claim they were denied a fair opportunity for admission and have had their degrees devalued due to the college cheating scheme revealed by federal officials on Tuesday of this week. 
Erica Olson and Kalia Woods filed a class action lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California on Wednesday, which was a day after authorities said they had uncovered one of the largest college admission scams to hit the U.S. The lawsuit seeks $5 million and $1 on behalf of what the lawyers estimate will be thousands of plaintiffs who uh, fit the criteria to seek a class action status. Now, the University of San Diego, University of Texas at Austin, Wake Forest, Georgetown, Stanford, Yale, and USC, along with William Rick Singer, if you didn't see this dude on video, talk about a hot mess, all of them, um, it's, this guy Rick Singer was considered the ringleader of this whole scheme, but all of them were named as defendants in the lawsuit. And the students said that uh, the students that are suing are saying that they were not given a fair opportunity to be accepted into these elite colleges where they applied because some people were allegedly admitted based on fake athletic profiles and fake SAT and fake ACT scores that were obtained through bribes. So their rich parents were paying for them to get good scores, or paying proxies, paying people. They were doing all kind of stuff. But basically, they're trying to buy their kids' way into these elite schools. So each of the universities has been um, is being accused of being negligent and failing to maintain adequate protocols and security measures to guarantee the sanctity of the college admission process and to ensure that their employees were not engaged in any of these bribery schemes. Now, clearly, money was being exchanged, so somebody on the inside of these universities was involved in the bribery schemes. So the suit went on to say unqualified students found their way into the admission roles of highly selective universities, while students who played by the rules and did not have college-bribing parents were denied admission. (laughs) So these two young ladies that are suing are saying that they believe that their uh, Stanford degrees were devalued because prospective employers may now question whether or not they got in on their own merits or whether they had parents who bribed their way into the school. So I see where they're coming from. They're saying basically their degree won't mean much. If people go, oh, yeah, you got a degree from that school where all those parents were buying their kids' way in. You might be one of those, so I'm not impressed by your degree from, you know, these Ivy League schools. So uh, Singer, the ring leader, pleaded guilty to charges of racketeering and money laundering. This is the dude who was on these videos telling the parents things like, well, you know, it's difficult enough to get into these schools, but if you really want to get your kids in, I'm the one who can do it. Because I speak the language. I know what our children want. I know what they need. <laughs> he was he was yeah. photoshopping, photoshopping mm. kids, these parents' kids' heads on other pictures to make it look like, oh, yeah, they were an athlete in high school. Look, here's a picture of them on the rowing team. Here's a picture of them on the soccer team. And these kids don't play any of these sports. But he was greasing the palm, saying, look, give me, you know, so many hundreds of thousand dollars, and I'll grease all the palms and grease all the wheels and make it happen. And these parents were like, okay, how much? 
because they just want the prestige of being able to say, oh, my daughter attends Yale. Oh, my daughter attends USC. Oh, my son. Oh, you know he's in Georgetown University. Mm-hmm. You know, all oh, of that bull. And some of these kids probably don't even want to go to college. Yeah, the one lady's uh, daughter didn't want to go. The one, the one actress, she was publicly saying on on on, on the internet that she hates yeah. school. <laughs> right. You know, the so the mom uh, be, lady. Yeah. yeah. Her daughter saying, "I I hate school. I hate school." Now, is that a mess or what? I'm well, like, why would I mean? I, yeah, because she hates school. Because I'm sorry. Go ahead, Papa. Well, her mother's rich. She has everything she needs. So getting right. a degree is going to achieve what? I mean, you know, Nothing. if you're sitting around, you're looking at laptops, or as the song say, you're looking at checkbooks, credit cards, more money than a sucker could ever spend. You're looking at all this. You got a trust fund. You got a, access to money. Your mother then gave you a Mastercard, a Black American Express, and go to school to do what? To achieve what? Now that you're already rich. You know, it's it's very mm-hmm. interesting to me. These kids, they're spoiled, my goodness. I mean, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off to your kid. That's all right. It's just the um, name of the college on the piece of paper. That's all. So if you're going to go out there and, quote, unquote, if they're going to get a real job, then I guess um, USC is on there or Georgetown or whatever. And also it's something for the for the parents to talk about. Oh, my my daughter, she attended Georgetown, and she attended this and this and that. And I'm yeah, like, you're right, and that that conversation <laughs> is very prevalent. That's what they do, and I think yeah, mostly so. as far as people of color have started following that lead. Some of them, they they hear, even people on on a lower scale level, middle class, that come to work and they're in the cafeteria talking about their child's in college, and other parents will take up on that and, and go completely in hock. Just so they can go in the same cafeteria and brag like the other one is when they haven't even looked at the logistics of what the other person is really going through. Mm. You know, so it's, it's very interesting. Well, here's the thing that I'm trying to understand. Now, they're paying all this money to get their child in the college, but their kid still mm-hmm. has to maintain grades in order to complete the whole curriculum. <laughs> and but the graduate. gig is in, though. The gig is in all the way to graduating. Yeah, you know, I was getting ready to say, you're right, they got them, and they probably the had to pay more money. Once they, they get you in, there's a certain amount of money. Once, once the, right, keep maintaining, then you got to keep paying. It's almost like paying um the mafia, so to speak. You know, you got to mm-hmm. pay to, to, continue, to put that uh, child to continue her education. So she more or less just bought that um, diploma. That's some crazy stuff. And the college is in on it. They act like they're submitting all this stuff to prove the child worthy. But they're only doing that to front the game. The college is in on the on the on the uh, scandal as well. They just let people send all this little dopey stuff in to keep to to make a paper trail. Oh well, we got them in because they sent all this stuff. But the college knows the fix is in. That guy collected twenty five million dollars. That's enough for a lot of people's pockets to be greased. So twenty five million. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. But you know what? This is kind of remind me of kind of the quote unquote scandals that the athletes do. You know, a lot of athletes they're not able to get to a certain grade point average, so they slide mm-hmm. them through. I don't know if they pay them money or what they do to slide them through, but because they have this athletic scholarship, quote unquote, you know, so mm-hmm. to speak, 
they slide them through because they need them to win. And, um, yeah. you know, it's kind of kind of the same thing, the, the same uh, kind of thing. So, you know, what do you do? Apples and oranges. <laughs> What, you know. They got little students too taking their taking their exams and all that. So this, the racket, especially with sports figures in them colleges, yeah. the boys don't do no homework. They don't do no studying. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, mm. no. You're right. They they other they people are doing it and they're paying for it. Yeah. So I think they're yeah, gonna start looking this. at a lot of stuff. Yeah, like the athletics, like I just said, and. Just the whole broad scope. They're gonna look at a lot of stuff, but I'm I'm curious to to know how long this this, this investigation go on because they never did say. And, well, it had to be um, a minute. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, true, true that. Because when they close yeah. in on you, by the time they close in on you, they really have all they need. Oh sure, you know, and they got more than enough. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and the one lady from Full House, she was just on it. She she was on it. She was she was rolling on TV. She was on with uh, yeah. Cindy Crawford with the makeup thing. Most she was her were. narrator. And then she oh, was at the award show with this real skimpy outfit on, you know, this real oh, jumpsuit looking outfit, showing off her little flawless body and all. And her her husband, well, he's a, a, some kind of I painter think the, or something. Um, daughters or, were with her too. The daughters were with her at that at that um, award show. They were with her sometime. They yeah, everybody's just her in the door. They're, they're living. Anytime a person can have a successful career at the full house, they must be doing something crooked, yeah. really. Take <laughs> <laughs> it to a full house fan. I'm saying, you know. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to get into this story a little later, but you know, the full house they they were going to revise that, but I'll get into that story a little later on my Hollywood wrap up. But okay. uh, all right, we're gonna keep moving. All right, Mr. Paul Manafort. Oh wow, he's just mm, only boy. been sentenced, only been sentenced seven point five years in prison on federal charges only, but he got other charges also. Former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort was sentenced to a total of seven and a half years in prison um, on federal charges. Um, then was hit almost immediately with fresh state charges in New York. They could put him outside the presidential's power to pardon. So, yeah, 16 counts on that. And the Washington U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson brushed aside Manafort's pleas for leniency and rebuked him for misleading the U.S. government about his lucrative foreign lobby work and uh, for encouraging witnesses to lie on his behalf. So she goes on to say, it's hard to um, overstate the number of lies and the amount of fraud and the extraordinary amount of money involved in the crimes. Um, who sat, he sat stone-faced in a wheelchair, wheelchair he has used because of gout. Really? He's 69 years old. He's going to be 70 to April 1st, April Fool's Day. She added three and a half um, years on top of the nearly four-year sentence Manafort received last week in a separate case. Uh, Manafort was among the first people charged in the investigation and though the allegations um, did not relate to his um, work for the candidate Donald Trump, his foreign entanglements and business relationship uh, with an associate, uh, the U.S. says, has ties to Russia, intelligence. So, um, like I said, he, he he's, uh, has 16 counts from New York prosecutors, so 
he got a lot to look forward to, <laughs> you know. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. It's just, it still doesn't seem just, like enough time to me. I don't think so either, but I think these 16 counts are going to get them maybe. You know, it's going to add probably 10 or 15 more years on it, so we'll see. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. He, You know, I did hear that he said he's going to be 70 on April the 1st and his wife needs him. Really? <laughs> okay. Well, heck, anybody getting ready to go to jail can say that. I'm X number of years oh, sure. and my spouse and significant other needs me. Please. Sure. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So what you gonna be saying? You didn't think about that when he was when you when he was doing his dirt. He wasn't thinking about that then. No, I guess she didn't need him then. And where did that wheelchair come from all of a sudden? I know because <laughs> he has gout. Really? Uh uh-uh. uh. This, this judge, female judge, she ain't buying. Gout? She ain't buying shiggity. Uh huh. Please. Yep. <laughs> He's not buying shiggity. Oh, just floats around inside of you like a little cloud, you know? I don't know what mm-hmm. that is, but whatever it is, people got ailments, and if you did broke the law, you need to go to jail, period. Gout is that's, like that's a... Uh, Uh-oh. We're going to break is, down on gout. You, like, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't fall for that. And hopefully, well, I thought they um, said they were still more charges forthcoming for him. 16 counts in New York City. Those are federal charges. So uh, 45 can't um, can't pardon him on those. Those are federal charges. I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping the New York lasers butt the rest because he needs to really bite. I mean, you know, Bill Cosby and everybody else go to jail like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I mean, it does say the president can pardon federal crimes, but not state offenses. Right. Are you serious? Okay. Didn't know that. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's banking on getting that pardon. Sure. I'm quite sure they sat around the red table and, and, and said if if things happen something go down, then you take the fall and I'm going to pardon you later. That's probably what they said. I think you're going to pardon him if he wins the election. Re-election. But what if he doesn't get re-elected? He'll get re-elected, believe me. But I'm asking, though, if he doesn't, then what? He will. You're not answering my question. If he does not get, if Trump does not get re-elected, nobody's going to get pardoned. Yeah, Unless true. the new incoming yeah. president decides to be lenient, which I don't see why they would. Right. Well, a, lot of presidents, a lot of presidents, including Barack Obama, have um, have pardoned people almost like on his almost his last day. So well, yeah, that's Barack true. got a few people out there as well. So that's true. Somebody, yeah. I think he pardoned what's name's uh, ex boyfriend uh, Steve Harvey's uh, wife. I don't know. X, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's shift it over to you, Papa. What's your hot right, topic? We got, uh, man, I'm going to do like a scandal. I got to give me a little, give me a little intern to do this for me because everybody else has got people doing stuff for them. All right. But the uh, House passes a uh, resolution calling for public release of uh, the management report. 
Okay. Um, House of Representatives on Thursday passed a resolution calling for Special Counsel Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller's report to be released to the public once it is completed. Well, I thought they were going to do that anyway. All right, the vote was almost overwhelming bipartisan, with uh, 420 members voting in favor of the resolution and zero voting against it. Four Republicans uh, voted, uh, actually voted against it. Wow, but anyway. Some Republicans voted against it? Yeah, they, I guess they didn't want it to be public, but, you know. The resolution is not... Uh, legally binding, but uh, passing it gives the Democrats an opportunity to keep the spotlight on issues that they uh, work to put pressure on the Justice Department to uh, disclose as much as Mueller's finding as possible. They especially want this to become public uh, with the elections coming up. They show just how many Republicans are all in scandalous situations. So so Thursday afternoon, Senator, uh, Senate Democratic Leader uh, Chuck Schumer of New York attempted to bring the Mueller Report resolution to the Senate floor by asking the uh, unanimous consent and calling for the Senate to uh, pass the measure to get this rolling. Like I said, they want this out before the election so the Democrats can expose just how many Republicans are dirty. So uh, it hasn't been uh, granted yet or sent to the Senate, so this is still a pending situation. But uh, the House overwhelmingly passed it. But the Senate's trying to get it passed in order to. They don't. Have, they don't own the House. They don't own the Senate. So maybe a little harder for the Democrats to get that passed in the Senate. So they're trying to get them to get it out before uh, elections, or probably during the primary, just to give them more ammunition to throw at them. So it's vicious, man. Everybody's beating up on everybody. I know they said on the news they were surprised at some of the. Republicans, at least one, and I think it was the guy from North Carolina who had been saying all along that he stands for the mor- moral principles yeah. and this and that. He changed so, his mind. Yeah, and then when it's time to vote, he just cr- caved and just because said, he, uh, okay, I'll, just, all, you know, I'll support it. That's all a front. You know, they act like they're going against Trump, but they're not doing that. No yeah, way. Like, you big punk. You talked all that stuff about, you know, got to stand for what's right. And then you're going to turn around and support this emergency resolution or whatever they're calling it? And you know 45 had to turn and turn his little uh, executive order up to veto and put it up so everybody could see it. Like, yes, I vetoed it. My first veto. Everybody look. It's my first veto. Isn't it pretty? What a, uh, I don't even want to say. So, yeah, you know he vetoed it already. He was probably sitting there jumping in his seat, waiting on them to go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Vote it down. Vote it down because my veto pen is ready to go. Did you hear the comment that he made about uh, he's got his bikers and some other yeah. some other group he mentioned talking about and they, they can get really rough and all. I'm like, yeah, they're mean. But he mentioned something about they can get really tough or is it or mean? Yeah, but he also mentioned the word tough. And I'm like, what is that? Like a undercover threat? That's what he is. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. Yeah. He's a bully. Yeah. He's a bully and he really runs stuff. He runs yeah. shit. Yeah. First yeah, of all, if you think is. that Trump is not one of the grand poo bars in this national stuff, he just can't attend the meetings all now at being the president, but he goes to these rallies and talks about it and 
keeps people fired up and talks like he wants to because the rally has his base. In order for him to keep the ignorant people on the same page, you got to keep throwing stuff at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not too much, not too little. So he goes and sprinkles stardust in the hair and um, golden skylights with the hearts there. How that song uh, goes? I, I don't know. That's before my time. <laughs> Close Boy. to you. Okay. Okay. He goes to the meetings and he sprinkles stardust in the hair, golden highlights <laughs> in my. Something or another. Okay, well, thank you, Papa Diddy. Well, he's got to keep them up there. They're, they're not that yeah. intelligent, so they he, he got to keep them subliminal. Yeah, like, like all these rallies, he has to keep feeding them. To got to keep, keep the feeding them because they're not that smart. They'll fall off. They'll be influenced by something else. So he got to keep throwing a dagger at them. It's almost like he got to keep pumping them with, uh, like, growth enhancement uh, medicine or mm-hmm. something, you know. Keep that juice flowing. All right, well, is that the last one? Yeah, that wraps up the hot topics. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and if you want to join the conversation, give us a call, 914-803-4306. And if you want to join the conversation, just press 1. If you're online, you got to call us. If you want to get in, 914-803-4306, press 1. We're going to come right back. We've got some good hit-it-and-quit-it topics for you, so don't you dare move. This is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP Block Talk Radio Pajama Party. Check out my commentary. I like to call it, I'm just saying, because sometimes I am just saying. It's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up. 914-803-4306. Hey, don't forget, they can catch us on uh, Twitter also at uh, com too. What's the number, Papa? 914-803-4306. Uh, I don't know how I got in this studio. Red Wine uh, came in here by himself, and me and Kettle just happened to come here and catch her stealing airtime. As you, you know, know, we're trying to do my own promo, and y'all just Okay, let's see. I'll, I'm going to go first. 
with the uh, black workers in Ohio are suing UPS, accusing them of allowing hate at work. Now, this is not the first time we've heard stories about black workers going through issues on their job. So right now we've got 19 UPS workers that are suing UPS, that's the United Parcel Service, not the United States Postal Service, suing them saying that they have suffered repeated racial discrimination and that UPS did nothing to stop it. Managers and supervisors have uh, enabled and even encouraged the hate at the distribution center in Marmee, Ohio, according to the lawsuit filed in Lucas County Court in Ohio. The workers claim that nooses were hung above the workstation of of a black employee, that a monkey doll dressed up as a UPS employee was placed near others, and that the N-word was frequently used in the workplace. The workers, who many of whom say that they've been at the company for more than 20 years, are arguing that racist comments has caused reactions ranging from fear, anger, disgust, to dismay. And that uh, basically they're saying that UPS didn't do anything about it. They've reported it over and over, and UPS hadn't done anything. So now UPS is saying they promptly investigated and took swift disciplinary action against the people found to have engaged in inappropriate actions, including Mm -hmm. firing two employees. And the lawsuit Mm -hmm. details a variety of incidents at a UPS distribution center during the workers' years there. One worker says that a group text message from white coworkers about possible lottery winnings in July of 2016 contained racially driven and offensive messages. It included, if you feel down and out, the noose is loose. And another message said, can we Mm. buy another loose with the winnings? And Mm. another message said, like Clint Eastwood Eastwood said, hang them high. This is the kind of message they're sending around. I mean, in, in this time and age, why do people yeah, have to no. continue to suffer this bullcrap? <laughs> mm. I, I just, I, I'm speechless that this we still are reporting these kind of stories. Are we living I back know. in the '60s? What's going on? They, they, they didn't go anywhere. They stayed where they were until it was time for them to come out. Which Donald Trump brings all the racist folks out. That's how I feel. But this is a new generation of racists. These aren't the racists that were grown people in the 60s. This is a whole new breed of 20, 30, 40-year-old racists that are doing this stuff. Well, first of all, you got to think about the state. It's in Ohio. Yep. I was just going to say that. Yep. Yep. Clan headquarters. Mm -hmm. Nothing up there with some steers and queers. And clan Mm -hmm. headquarters. Yeah, yeah. My my thing is, in, in the article, it, it, it does say that the lawyers say the white drivers in the UPS refused to deliver packages. This is a couple about three years ago because they didn't want to d- deliver to the called quote unquote the Enville or the N City. What kind of shiggity is that? That's just some crazy stuff. I I you know it just it's just crazy. These folks so just these really people, don't have any respect. No, they don't care. They because they 
you know, it's almost go back to Paula Dean. Paula Dean said, I was raised this way and yada, yada, yada. But this is the 21st century. I mean, yeah. don't you think you you have you should have evolved or you have, you should have changed by now? You would think. <laughs> Come on now. Don't well, I don't see there was don't another. Blame. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I said don't blame you know how you grew up on what is going on today. You have to change yourself. You know. Yeah. That's that's. There was thing. another incident at UPS where in September of 2016, a white employee at UPS said in front of black employees, uh, I'm late for a Klan meeting. And, of course, they reported it and no action was taken. You know, now, if somebody says that to you or in front of you, how are you supposed to react to that? Are you supposed to think, oh, they're just kidding, it's a joke? Or is that supposed to make you afraid of them? I mean, what what is the purpose of that statement? But see, my thing is, if 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 the guy would have punched the other guy in his face because he said that, then he he would be up for charges for assault. Yeah. You know, they always say, you know, sticks and stones and break more bones, but names will never hurt you. That's a hurting feeling, especially when you're in the workplace. That's that's just not a good feeling. No, so it's not. I would. I would jacked his ass up, excuse my language, but I would jacked his ass up and suffer the consequences later. Because I would have felt yep. real good after I, after I punched him in the damn face. That's how I would have felt. And see, you could always say I felt threatened. I was standing my ground. You tell me something like that, I take it Come as a threat. Now. Come on now. I, I hear you. That sounds like that stand your ground stuff in Florida. We've been through that. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, see, what's really so. messed up about UPS is that the, uh, a, a large portion of their employees, when you look at the proportions of black to white mm-hmm. to whatever, the larger portion of their employees are black. And they're in the lower paying, most strenuous jobs, the most menial positions, part-time seasonal stuff. They get denied opportunities for the higher paying jobs and the full-time jobs, and they get denied the supervisory positions. And that's what the lawyers are arguing in this in the same lawsuit. They're basically saying you treat the black people in UPS like they're just the, the stupid grunts that are not qualified to do anything but lift boxes from here to there and drive the truck, drop the box, drive the truck. And they say that's all that you can do. And that's the way they treat them. But yet they make up the majority of the UPS employees. That is some bull on a stick. I know. I know that's right. There you go. But you know what? If all of the black employees were to get together and say, you know, we've had enough, we're done, and walked away, mm-hmm. UPS would go down. Because they wouldn't have mm-hmm. enough people to make those routes quick enough. I'm sure they could eventually replace them. But you could shut right. them down if you caught them during a holiday season. When they're trying to bring in all these other people or just during a busy time, shut them down right. like the Montgomery bus boycott. I know that's right. Can't do that now. Yeah, I know it's hard, but I'm just saying if it could be organized, people, yeah. that's how you hit them. People, you hit them in their wallet. People are so scared of jeopardizing their jobs and stuff like that, so that's the only thing with that. But all right, we're yeah. going to keep moving. Yeah, we'll hit it and quit it. Um, okay. Facebook. Facebook is in the news again, as usual. 
Um, Facebook's data sharing practices investigated by grand jury. Um, a Facebook incorporated investigated by the U.S. Justice Department has brought into include a grand jury. A federal grand jury in New York subpoenaed records from at least two makers of smartphones and other electronic devices that had entered into um, partnership with Facebook, um, citing um, unidentified people familiar with the request. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn, New York, declined to comment. Facebook said in July it had received questions from U.S. agencies, including the Securities and Exchange Commission, the Federal Trade Commission, and the FBI. Wow. It goes on to say it has already been reported that there are um, ongoing federal investigations, um, including by the Justice Department. Um, as we've said before, we are cooperating they are cooperating with investigators and take those probes seriously, really. The social media company is already under investigation by numerous governments around the world over alleged privacy violations stemming from its relationship with um, Cambridge Analytica, a political consultory that obtained the data of millions of the site's users without their consent. The FTC said last month it was creating a task force to look into the possible anti-cooperative um, conduct by Facebook. Really? I think Facebook is, is, is a bunch of shiggating because they're getting paid highly, and they claim they don't know what's going on, but they're getting paid big time to sell your name to another company and use your information for whatever they're going to use it for. So that's what they're doing. They're selling your information because Facebook is so broad, you know, so big of a company that they can do that. And they're taking your information and selling it and making bank. So they know what's going on. So for homeboy to get up there on, on Capitol Hill and say he don't know too much about it, he may not because this is a big company. It's, a, it's an entity um, he may not know anything about, but they're getting paid big time. So, all right, we'll see what's going to happen with that story. Okay. And Facebook always has a lot of mess going on. But you know what's interesting? Mm -hmm. is that I've noticed mm -hmm. with Facebook stock, because I keep an eye on it from time to time, you would think uh -huh. that when stuff hits the fan that their stock would plummet, but it doesn't. And it blows I my know. mind. It's like, yeah. oh, y'all got busted yeah. again. That stock has got to go down this time. And you look up, and they'll be uh, like, oh, they're dollar twenty up. Oh, they're eighty cents up. Yeah. How is your stock going up? Yeah. It, it just it it doesn't make sense. You know, when there was the privacy yeah. issue and they were selling people's information, that should have been uh -huh. enough to take them down for good. But their stock went up. Value went up. It's weird. It's so weird. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. All right. Going to hit them and quit them. Over to you, Papa Didi. All right. Betsy DeVoe uh, suggested that uh, bribing colleges help students learn math. Oh, my gosh. That woman now, needs to never speak again. Kiss and live. This lady's secretary of education. <laughs> Yeah, how did that happen? This lady's secretary of education, she has no background on anything, and, and she's a complete <laughs> idiot as far as I'm concerned. 
But, uh, you know, that's what Trump does. He puts his people in there the way he sees fit. Anyway, um, offer an upbeat assessment of the uh, headline-grabbing college admissions scandal. Betsy DeVos said on Thursday that uh, bribing colleges gave students a really neat opportunity to learn math. And now I don't know where to get these. Help, help. You get these clever sayings. You know, like Martin Luther King said, "Either you're sincerely ignorant, or you have conscientious stupidity." Mm-hmm. Now I don't know whether this lady is sincerely ignorant, or she's conscious of how stupid she is. Anyway, I'm not trying to beat her down or talk about her, but hey, do both. <laughs> but anyway, she's the secretary of education, which is a big job. She's making money. Everybody's making money. Trump's paying his daughter. He's paying his son-in-law. Everybody gets a government check. Now, how about that? He's in charge of it now. Instead of him paying people through his own payroll like he did his whole life, now he can pay people with a government payroll. How about that? Is that interesting? I mean, we need to look at the big picture. But anyway, um, you know, she just goes on and talks about different little uh, stupid sayings and stuff like that. And and like I said, her name is uh, Betsy DeBeau, and she's the Secretary of Education. And she pops her head out every now and then, like a turtle coming out of a shell, and she says some crazy stuff just to show just how uh, misinformed she is or out of how out of place she is. So, so she says, I'm trying to understand this. She's saying that this whole college cheating scandal is a good opportunity for the students to learn math. Why? She wants them to sit down and calculate how much money they're scamming? Well, first of all... I'm trying to understand, like, what? First and foremost, this scandal is no joke, okay? And you being the Secretary of Education, you should be putting your investigative hat on. You should be putting your authority hat on, not making a clever joke about it to try to think and you're going to... So it reminds me of Joy Bayard on on The View. Mm-hmm. They'll be talking about something real serious, and her little ass is, you know, she's so a house kept up on the east side of New York. You know, she don't look jacked from nothing. You know, they talk about stuff. So in order to hide her ignorance, she'll say some old joke because she's a comedian. So she'll come out with some kind of joke or something and kind of downplay it. And, you know, so it's the same way. So there's a lot of them out there that are, they're, they're, they're able to play in a circle, but they don't deserve to be there. Yeah. You know, it's it's amazing. So... Wow. I I'm still stunned that she even opened her mouth to say something that asinine. Especially being the Secretary of Education. And speaking on a, a ongoing scandalous situation and making a joke out of it. Yeah, there's nothing funny about college scams at the highest level. Anyway. Yeah. All right. We got her on the kiss it list, Kel. Thank you. She's yeah. number one on the kiss it list. Uh huh. Yep. She's got the number one slot. Yeah, the kids list is a list we compile every week of people that show their butt hiney, and we line them up, and we have a, and we have a song that's dedicated to them. Well, we play well, it about maybe. Can we get maybe. you the kid and quit it, Papa? We, we get you that later. Can we get you the kid and quit it? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. Y'all are beating me up. Give me y'all. No. Uh-uh. I'll go ahead and take the I last story. Uh Kettle, you clipping my knees. My knees are hurting. Oh, okay. You just me. <laughs> my goodness. All right. Well, let's get, in, let's get in this last hit anyway. so we can get to, get to your uh, uh, whatever you're going to talk about tonight, Bob. Um, whatever I'm going to talk mother, about. Um, story of mother sentenced to jail for enrolling her child in different district. 
Um, they're talking about this college scandal now since the other one came out. So the story of a black mother who served uh, jail time for using her father's address so her two daughters could enroll at a better school gained new attention on social media this week. Her name is Kelly Williams Bolar, uh, served nine days in jail in 2011 after she was found guilty of using her father's address instead of her own in an attempt to have her daughters enroll in a better school. This was in, here we go again, Ohio, Anchorage, Ohio. Wow. Um, Williams, I can't um, believe Ballard, they locked her up for that. Yep, was put on a probation for three years and required to complete 80 hours of community service. Um, she goes on to say it's overwhelming. It's, I'm exhausted, she said, after her sentencing. Um, I did this for them, so there it is. I did this for them. Her story um, resurfaced after more than 40 people were charged in a college enrollment scandal where wealthy parents, including the actress, where we just talked about Felicity Huffman and Lori Lawn, um, paid thousands of dollars to get their children to elite and highly selective colleges. So several social media users were quick to point out that discrepancy and media attention paid to Williams' uh, Bolar story compared to that of high-profile Hollywood actresses um, pointing out that Hoff, Hoffman and Laughlin should serve jail time as well. So what do you guys think about that? I'm still trying to understand why did this woman get any jail time for using the wrong address to try to get her kids in a different school? People do that all the time. I know, but to it's, me, like, it's, it's the worst it's the thing that should have happened. But the worst thing that they, to me, what you should do is if you find that somebody used the wrong address, you boot the kids right. out of that school and send them back to the school where they're supposed to be. But to say you won't go to jail. And three years probation? It's a crime, but, but as Papa Didi said again, look at the state, Akron, Ohio. Here we go back to Ohio. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it is the law that it's unlawful that you, that you can't do that. And it depends on the state how they're going to enforce it. Because I know in the district they do it all the time. They used to. Now, if they're going to enforce it, that's on the district. But somewhere in Ohio, oh, yeah, they don't, they don't play. They do not play. Mm-mm. Ain't gonna happen. So but see, then I would have to wonder: Is she the only one who has ever gotten caught using a different address? I'd like to know how many maybe. other people in that area went to jail for doing the same thing, because that is something that it goes on all over the country every every school year. Sure. So you know, sure. unless they just gonna pick on her. So I guess what people but they, are saying but, at but this t- point But then, is, too, they could have made an example out of her. I mean, you know, it, it's just going to show that we're not going to tolerate it, you know, depending on the state. They're just not going to do it. It's the law. But then, but then probably, how about we not probably, tolerate all of this college cheating thing and let these people all sure. go to jail? Well, let's just see what's going to happen. That's why this resurfaced, because this is an African-American woman and these are white women. So we're going to see what's going to happen. If they're going to do any jail time or they're just going to stab them on the wrist, throw their kids out and just say, you know, give them probation time. That's going to be interesting to see. I guess that's going to be the, the big thing on social media. So that's why this, this particular um, story resurfaced. So. Yeah. Yep. You don't want to say stuff is black and white, but, you know, it's, it's, 
I hate to say but it, it but it seems like that it is. Sure, sure. Most of the time is. it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, so. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Uh, we're going to go get, we we got to take an ice break, refresh the glasses, <laughs> and we're coming right back with uh, Papa Didi and What's Popping. You ready for What's Popping? I'm ready. Okay. We'll be right back with Papa Didi. You're in tune to the Late Night Adult Pajama Party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com and clicking the listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. All right, welcome back to the John Poy. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, my darling. Mm-hmm. I have to learn how to say happy Friday in, in Francais. Happy Friday. Yeah, just say it in English. Yeah, I did. I want to say it in French. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So what's okay. popping tonight, Papa Didi? Oh, man, what's popping tonight? i tell you what, there's so much going on, I really don't know where to begin. Hmm. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking, first of all, Trump is how little, 70-something years old? Now, here's a man that been jigging money, got all kind of crooked stuff going on, and been doing his thing for a long time, right? But, uh... What do you do when he reaches that part in his life where he's, like, a little tired, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something that's kind of, you know, not not working well with him. What happens to that whole Trump uh, matriarch when, when he goes out of, out of whack? You know, with his aggressiveness like he has and all that. Who who else talks like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know where, you know, here's a man that is getting over so hard. You know, he, he owns the post office downtown, turned into a hotel, okay? Now, that city is supposed to be rented from the government, and he's the government, mm-hmm. okay? So he's probably not paying no rent to have the joint, you know? But rent is basically a short-term, with rich folks, a term that means ownership. You know, when they say apartments, they use that term a lot. I think sometimes rich people just use that term because they can feel like they're still with the mainstream. Oh, come to my apartment. I live on the east side. And it's, it goes up like an apartment. When you get in there, there's like nine rooms in there. Mm-hmm. They cover the whole upstairs. You can see all four angles going around the street because the building they live in takes up the whole block. So I'm saying all that to say that uh, what happened when, when Trump deflates from power? I don't think his little punk-ass sons are going to take over. Okay, his daughter, you know, who knows what's her situation. I think by that time, her kids, her small kids will be teenagers. Hmm. So, therefore, he won't, she'll have a whole nother agenda going on in her life. 
you know, and then the other guy, her husband, you know, who knows what, what he's going to be doing or where he'll be. But I just, I don't see Trump in the next, you know, he's trying to win this election basically so he can clean up his mess. I think that's the biggest objective of winning this time. If he wins the election, you're going to see a whole different Trump, you know, a whole different Trump. Because this man knows he's made a mess and he wants four years to put it back together. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. So, so we'll see what happens. And another thing I want to say is uh, Antonio Brown. He's Uh-oh. a wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He got traded or he got, you know, they put a deal together to send him to the uh, Raiders. The Raiders. Okay, now he's at the press conference looking like little orphan Annie, okay? Like he has no drama with his career. When he just got done beating Tomlin, who his birthday is today. Happy birthday, uh, Mr. Tomlin. I'll call you Mr. Tomlin. Is that his last name, Tomlin? Yeah. Coach of the Steelers. Now, anyway, the way that Antonio Brown dogged his coach, a black coach at that, at Pittsburgh, but he gets down to Oakland with Gruden and the owners, and he's calling both of them by their Mr. Surname. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gruden and Mr. whoever the uh, general manager and the owner was, and he's kissing everybody's ass. Now, you you are causing all kind of rhetoric over at the... The other place you were at, at, at Steelers. And now you're acting so sweet and nice that you're somewhere different? I mean, what? I don't know. It, the press conference was crazy. And, you know, the brother, like I said, he he's around these rich white folks now that are richer than him. And he's kissing their ass, you know, because Gruden signed a $100 million, $100 million contract for, for 10 years. So he's still in the building process. And what's going to happen with Oakland being in the building process and they're not winning. He was pissed off because Pittsburgh ain't winning. Now that you're with the Rams, are you going to be pissed off when the Rams aren't winning? <laughs> so what's going to be your problem, Antonio Brown? You know, you won on Dancing with the Stars. I think that blew your damn head up. Because now you can't even live with the Joker. I mean, he's just so... You know, I mean, I don't mean to rag on the brother, but... Uh... And then you got the other guy, Le'Veon Bell. He's the other guy for the Steelers. They held out all last year, didn't take no money. This year, he ended up signing with the New York funky-ass Jets. Now, here's a person complaining about Pittsburgh again. His coach is a black coach, you know, Tomlin. Like I said, it's his birthday today. And here's Le'Veon Bell that went to a worse situation than he was in. You know, you're going to leave Pittsburgh to go to the New York Jets? That team doesn't win no more than four games a year. And what's going to happen when he gets pissed off? So over the next few months, when the season starts and preseason starts, or when the actual season starts, and the Jets are losing and the Raiders are losing, you watch and see what these two brothers do now. You know, they both kick, you know, kick Tomlin to the curve. A black coach made him feel bad. Thank goodness the Rooney family allowed him to keep his job during all that drama that Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown was causing. He's managed to keep his job, so. You know, it's just interesting how, you know, you know, black people just sometimes they the way they the ass they kiss sometimes it's unreal. Instead of embracing the brother like you should, being he was your you know, your coach when you got there, you dogged him, you wanted to get away from him and now you're over there with Oakland kissing the ass and calling all the white folks Mr. Oh. Really, brother? Thank you, sir. Anyway, that's all I got to, yeah, that's all I gotta say on that. <laughs> 
tough guy. Now he's over there licking kahunas and oh my, you know, taking tea bag dips of their, uh, you know. Oh my goodness. He's gonna do. Okay. Are you basically telling him to go ahead and see who you are? I'm just waiting for the season to see what he does with the uh, the Raiders, and I want to see what Le'Veon Bell does with the the Jets. You know, they got paid, got paid a little bit of money, but hell, it's still, it's still the Jets. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then, it's the Jets. Yeah. And, and the, that uh, jet is not taking off. And so. Oakland Raiders are just getting started. They're in their development stage. So, you know, they're tripping right now. Mm-mm. All right. Anyway, just want to put that out there. All right. All right. Well, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 914 914- Eight zero three four three zero six. Get in the queue while we take a break, and we're coming back with tonight's weird news, and we got some weird ones for you. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Pajama Party Show. Does your gray hair make you look much older than you really are? Do Boy Scouts try to help you cross the street? Don't waste your time with messy hair colors that won't last. Wigs will just make your hair sweat. What you need is a permanent solution. You need. Gray be gone. Gray be gone. Burns your gray hairs right down to the root. No more coloring with gray be gone. Simply apply gray be gone with the heat protected gloves to your entire scalp. When you feel the burning, the gray hairs are being fried right on your head. After the procedure, just stick your head in a bucket of ice water to cool the burning, and just like that, no more gray hairs. You might have bald spots and burns where the gray used to be, but that's a whole different problem. Gray Be Gone will solve your gray hair problem once and for all. Gray Be Gone. Get yours today and make that gray go away. This is Mr. L.O. It's Friday night and you're listening to the Pajama Party Show. Stay tuned for the cocktail of the week coming up later. We got a good one for you. And you can go to apajamaparty.com for the previous cocktails of the week, just in case you missed one. Stay right there. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Red wine. And bones, darling. And it's time for the weird news. Uh, let's see. Now, this is my favorite segment because I love weird news. I guess I'm weird, but anyway. Uh, I'm going to kick it off tonight with uh, a T-shirt done. We used to launch contraband into an Oklahoma prison. You know, people will try some stuff. This is out of Sayre, Oklahoma. An Oklahoma woman was arrested after authorities say that she used a t-shirt gun to launch drugs, cell phones, and other contraband over the prison fence. I don't know what she was thinking. 
Oklahoma Department of Corrections say the incident prompted a lockdown at the North Fork Correctional Unit in Sayre, which is about 120 miles west of Oklahoma City. The authorities uh, arrested Carrie Jo Hickman. Come on, Carrie Jo. After discovering the T-shirt gun and, and another package in her car, Tulsa television station KOTV reports that the container that was launched Sunday contained cell phones, earbuds, phone chargers, meth, digital scales, marijuana, and tobacco. She was launching all kind of stuff. Carrie Joe was getting it on with that launching thing. Uh, Hickman remains jailed as of today in Beckham County on complaints of introducing contraband into a penal institution and conspiracy and drug trafficking. And uh, jail records don't list an attorney who could speak on her behalf, but she better find one. Because Carrie Joe, you going down. <laughs> a lot going on, isn't it? Yeah, she was feeling real yeah. adventurous. Wow. Well, you know, this is what happens when you go too far. If she had probably just mm-hmm. launched some cigarettes and maybe some weed or something and then gone on about her business, she'd have probably gotten away with it. But she trying to uh-uh. launch like what, 40 pounds of crap over the fence. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. That's why it's weird news. All right. Well, over to you, Kim. I got a tongue twister here. Hope you guys can follow. We got a French fry munching ferret found at California City Hall. Now I'll, I'll tell you in a minute what a ferret is. Um, Banning, California, animal control officers were caring for a French fry munching ferret abandoned outside City Hall in a Banning, California. Officials say the brown and white weasel like creature was discovered in a crate with a pile of fries on Wednesday. <laughs> City workers wrapped the animal in a towel and brought it inside despite its pungent odor. Man, I'm scared it was a, a skunk. Video released mm-hmm. by Riverside County Department of Animal Services shows the ferret happily munching the fries, which the spokesman John Welp says it is his favorite treat. California law prohibits ownership of ferrets. Wow. Welch says how whoever left the ferret could face a misdemeanor charge for abandonment of a pet. Shut up. Hey, man, but mm. they said it's illegal to have them. Yep. So, uh, as you know, as you, what I was saying is a ferret is a, is a domesticated form of the European polecat, a mammal belonging to the same genesis as the weasel. So it's the weasel family, and it could be brown, black, white, or mixed. Uh, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still stuck on the person could face abandonment, but if it's illegal <laughs> to have them. <laughs> I know. So so the, the county people should have it, so I guess they're going to get rid of it somehow. I guess they you have to call animal control, I guess, to get rid of it. But that's oh, why the boy. person who had it abandoned it. They probably said, I ain't going down for this ferret. And they uh, dropped that thing off somewhere. Wow. Eating french fries. Wow. And that's funny. Okay. That's weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. weird news. Uh-huh. That's weird news. Uh, 
a lamb is found uh, trotting through New York City on the let me see, the reason for this is uh it's copying in the here lamb found trolling through New York City. Alright. Yeah, Lamb was uh caught uh, trolling through New York City by himself on his own. They're trying to figure out what happened with this uh lamb. The New York Associated Press, the wayward lamb running around in uh, New York City mm. bridge briefly over uh to uh traffic before his rescue. He was out there in the middle of the road, and uh, I don't know how Lamb got out in the city. I could see a dog, cat, what have you, but... Uh, Maybe that was a pet. Let's see. The animal was first seen uh, trolling eastbound along the shoulders of uh, Gowan Expressway around 9.30 a.m. on Wednesday. On the city. Yeah, he... He's just going down the highway. Now, where did a lamb come from? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out when I read this. I understand different animals that may get into a trick bag, but how are you going to get a lamb out of this situation? Who knows? Anyway, so the lamb uh, around 930 was walking on the highway on Wednesday. New York City police officer uh, Domenico Gatto. He looks like a damn mafia name. Domenico Gatto. Gatto said he was on duty when a motorist informed him about the uh, the lamb on the road. And got to another police officer uh, chased down and caught the animal, taking it to the Animal Care Center in Staten Island. Animal Care Center employee Jessica Vepsco, she said the, the lamb is young, probably less than a year old. Officials say the lamb will be transported to the Skyland uh animal sanctuary and uh, put up a rescue mm. in New Jersey. The same sanctuary that took uh, in a cow that, ex- that uh, escaped from a New York City slaughterhouse last year. Oh so I guess they figured... I guess they figured... I guess they figured that if the, if the animal gets away from his cage and stuff, they must be deemed uh, half nerd and half... Uh, human or something because now they got special people to scram away and you got the cow that did it and now the lamb did it. And, I, and I've actually seen goats. I have a slaughterhouse uh, in, in New Jersey. I know a slaughterhouse in a neighborhood that I frequent. And every now and then one of the goats get out of here and they're chasing the goat down the street. And that's wow. He, he probably <laughs> wanted his fur to be taken off. He said, bump y'all. I want my damn fur to be taken off. Uh, it was more than the fur, but it, that's what he well, they slaughter those so animals. Was, uh, and a lamb is uh, how they what you use for veal. You know, veal may, is made from from oh, lamb. Oh, you know what I'm thinking about a sheep. They they take the um the um fur off. Oh, the, the sheep wool from, from the. No, mm-hmm. with a lamb, they that's meat. Uh, you know, tender they want some lamb tender chop. lamb meat. That's veal. They want that's some lamb veal. chop. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow! Wow! Okay. Didn't we do a story, a weird news story about a week or so ago about a cat? Somebody's pet cat ended up on some bridge in New York way on the other side of town. Something like that. Mm-mm. Cats and lambs. I think these animals, are making a, these animals are making a run for it. That's what's happening. Cannibals? <laughs> what you drink? I, I'm trying to say animals and cats at the same time. The cats and the, and the lambs and the, and the goats and 
Uh, 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 uh. I think they're all making a run for all of the above. Okay. I don't blame them. Somebody probably told them, you know where they're taking you on that truck, right? You're not coming back. You know that, right? (laughs) And those animals are like, all right, I'm getting out of here. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're coming back with, uh, with, uh, oh, with me, with Red Wine. And I'm just saying, and we'll be right back. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello. You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the Pajama Party. And remember... PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. All right, welcome back to the pajama party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir again, darlings. And it is now time for the star of the show, Red Wine. And her segment, I'm just saying. Oh, nobody's going to rebut that one? Okay, I got away with it. All right. Um, Tonight I want to talk about uh, an issue that some of the black actresses are talking about in Hollywood, and that's the issue about just trying to get their hair and makeup done. When they go on set, they're running into these issues where, you, If you've ever shot a movie, you go on set, and they tell you, okay, well, you got to be here, say, 6 in the morning for hair and makeup. And you get there, and the makeup artists and the hair people are trying to figure out, oh, you've got that kind of hair. And this is more so for women with natural hair. You come in there with your natural hair, no perm, no press outs, and they're looking at you like, uh, what are we supposed to do with this? So that's what's been going on, and I guess for a long time, they have not been really speaking out. They've just been kind of dealing with it. So as the situation has evolved, some of them are now starting to bring their own stuff on set. And the question is, first of all, you're being hired to be part of this, this film or TV show. Why should you have to? The white actors don't have to bring their own stuff unless they have some, you know, particular skin issue that you know you got to use a certain product, you know, to keep you from breaking out or whatever. That's different. But just for something basic, just because you have natural hair, these people are freaking out because they don't know what to do. But what makes it so crazy is that there are so many, I mean thousands upon thousands, of hairstylists and makeup artists who specifically focus on black hair care and black makeup styling. Why won't Hollywood just hire them? That's the question. Why won't Hollywood just hire the people who can do the job? That's why sometimes you see some of these TV shows and movies and you look at some of the black actresses 
and you think, what is up with that wig? What is up with that makeup? That's the problem. It's because a makeup artist failed because they didn't have the proper foundations and the right color blends for our skin tones, or they didn't know what to do with her natural hair. If she came in there with an afro, they will say, okay, look, I can't do anything. We're just going to have to put a wig on you. And then they'll come up with these crazy-looking wigs, and then when you watch the show, you're wondering, like, why would they put that horrible-looking wig on her or that terrible weave or something like that? It's not because that was part of the script. It's because the people are not equipped to deal with natural hair. This makes no sense. It's inexcusable. And you shouldn't have to show up with your whole glam squad just because you're you're doing a, a project and they're not equipped to handle it. All the other white actresses can go just sit their little narrow butt down in a chair and relax while they get all glammed up. The black actors, black actresses are sitting there waiting and waiting while these makeup artists try to figure out what to do, what to do. And they're trying this, trying that. Nope, that's not working. Wash it all off. Start over again. It, it, it's I just don't even understand why Hollywood won't just hire the right people. It's not, it, what is it, rocket science? It's not rocket science. You know what I'm saying? If your TV is broken, you don't call a plumber to fix it, right? If your air condition stops working, you don't call the cook to come and fix the AC. You call the appropriate person to resolve the issue. So if you don't have the right people to get these women looking the way that they want to look to make them look their best, that reflects on your project. I wouldn't want to produce a movie if I've hired these actresses and then my makeup team and hair team can't make them look the way I'm paying. I'm writing a check for this project. It's going to be a problem. So if I'm the one that's bankrolling this project, I need to go and complain to somebody and say, what is the problem? Why does Gabrielle Union look 20 years older for a role where she's supposed to be like 35? You got her looking 55 with that crazy looking hair going on. And why does her face look almost gray? What's wrong with the makeup? You know, it's that kind of stuff. So, you know, it may not seem like a big deal, but this is the kind of stuff that these actresses are dealing with. And they're saying that they got to show up on set. You know, um, uh, of what's her name? Yvette Nicole Brown. I think she was on The Office. She wears her hair natural. And she was saying that she brings her own trunk with different kinds of hair or weave or whatever that she's going to need. She has to bring her own makeup because otherwise they're going to have her looking jacked up when that camera goes on. And they're saying that they have to try to convince the directors that there is a better way to do this and that the character that they're playing, you know, wouldn't look the way that they're trying to style them to look. So I'm only bringing it up just to let y'all know this is some of the struggle that our sisters are having in Hollywood. You know, if you don't show up with your own stuff, you're possibly going to get jacked up with the hair and makeup. So I'm just saying tonight, Hollywood should be ashamed of themselves. Don't jack up the sisters. You pay to get those makeup artists and the and the hairstylists in there. Pay to have somebody who knows what to do with black hair, with natural hair. How about that? 
You know, like I said, it ain't rocket science. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right. That was a good one, Red Wine. Nothing is uh, uh, right. Are they getting anything more on their contract because they are providing, um, you know, their the own hair care? They have not said so. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. bringing their own products and stuff just because they want to look their best and they're tired of getting mm-hmm. jacked up or they're tired of having mm-hmm. that stress of having people standing there scratching their heads like, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, wow. Well, we're going to have to straighten it. And they're like, no, I don't want all that heat in my hair. Right. But it goes back to the character that the director is or the writer is trying to portray. If, if that particular person has that type of hair, then sure, they have to conform to the straight hair, but... You know, it, it goes back to the character. What are they trying to portray on the character? You know? Yeah, but that's still, a good point. You know, yeah, the, the blacks are getting the short end of the stick. I didn't realize this was all going on. This is something new. Uh, but I, I guess well, it's been going on for a while, but I guess it's new Right, it's been going on for a while, but I guess a lot of them just weren't saying anything. First, they were just right. suffering through it. Then they started, you know, trying to bring their own stuff to make up for the for the deficit, and now right. they're at a point where they're saying enough is enough, and they're speaking out about it. But you know what? That you right. raise an interesting point. I would think if mm-hmm. if I'm an actress and I show up for an audition, and my hair is in a big beautiful afro, or my hair is in locks, or something to that degree, when I audition mm-hmm. for that role, if that director says yes, you've got the part. Some somewhere there should be a conversation that says, right. "Yeah, well, you've got the part, but we want her to look, you know, a certain way, or we want her to, mm-hmm. you know, w- are you willing to change your hair? Are you willing, mm-hmm. you know? Because see, the thing is, even if your hair is natural, whether it's in braids, locks, twists, whatever, if you have the right product." You can get decent wigs and, you know, like a lace front and make it look right. But mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that you don't just pull out of a bag. You know, you really need to go and shop, mm-hmm. get the right thing, and do it right. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, that's I'm curious the to know what, Right. But I'm curious to know what the conversation was. Um, the lady that um, played um, on uh, Law & Order for about 20 years, because she wore a wig. And her hair oh, was yeah. natural. Oh, yeah, that's the path of Yes. You know, I'm, I'm I'm curious to be the fly on the wall to what the conversation was, but she wore a wig because it's like when I saw her doing commercials and she had her natural hair, I was like, wow, okay, so that was a wig, and this is your natural hair. So, you know, that was the role yeah. or that was the look that they wanted from her. They didn't want the natural look. They wanted that particular look. So, like you said, they put a wig on, you know. So. But she's been on that show for so long, they probably like told her that the natural look was a little too, eccentric, what's the word? Yeah, too out there, ethnic. you know. Right. Yeah, right. too ethnic because her role was like the, what was she, the chief or something? 
Yeah, and they wanted her to be more conservative. I, I would you exactly. Know, that's I, the word I was looking I, for. Conservative. Right. Yeah, that's that's it. So I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, um, but they, you know, like they, I said, I mean, if you, I was just going to say, if you tell somebody when you get the role that, but, you know, we need your hair to look, you know, a certain way, I would rather right. than say, okay, let me go and get what I need so that I can give you that look, but still keep my natural look underneath of it. Right, right. But like you said, they're not giving the, um... artists and don't know, then, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Right, they're just not given the opportunity to the hairstylist as far as African American hair. Period. They're right. letting somebody white or somebody of another, you know, whatever race do their hair, and you would think somebody uh, that's black has done black people's hair at least once or twice, and they would yeah. know what they're doing. So they just and, have to give again, those opportunities I'm not, I'm to not, black people. Right, and I'm not saying that white stylists cannot style black hair. All I'm saying right. is that if you have stylists who don't know what to do with natural hair, and that could right. be a black I mean, stylist, right. you know, for that matter, right. but if you right. don't know what kind of makeup what looks best on on right. brown people's skin and you don't know what mm-hmm. to do with natural hair and how right. to work with it, then you're not the right person for that job. You're not. Right. Just just bring in the right person, that's all. Just give them opportunity yeah, to be a very simple. You know, it's like I said, if your TV is broken, you don't call a plumber. So I don't see what the big what the problem is. But mm-hmm. yeah. I think sometimes anyway. they have contracts with certain stylists, and they say, all right. right, well, you know, we'll put you on for the next 10 projects for this amount of money. Right. So they're already yeah. locked in. And now you have them, like, uh, not knowing what to do with these black women's natural hair. Maybe. I'm like, okay, y'all got plenty of money. Just bring in the right people. It's a perfect opportunity for hairstylists. Um, we know one personally. He would go out there and go to Hollywood, and they would eat him alive because <laughs> the things that he yeah. does, he's very artistic Absolutely. in what he does, and um, he takes pride in that. He's He's been doing over 20 years, so... He would do a great job. Um, they would pay him, you know, I don't know if they would pay him the right amount, but, you know, it's just the fact that uh, he knows what he's doing. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I won't beat it up anymore. And I'm just, I'm very disappointed to find that out. But anyway, all right. We'll take a quick break and come back with Papa Didi and Living for the City. And uh, you're listening to the Pajama Party Show on Blog Talk Radio. Be right back. Living just enough, just enough for the shit Okay, but why are we doing Stevie Wonder? I thought we were doing Pajama Party. Well, I, was, I was talking about my little, uh, one of my segments, one of my segments of uh, Living for the City. Join the party. Now you're riding me. That's every Friday night at 9. Pajama Party. No yeah. clothes allowed. Kettle and red wine uh, step on my parade. I had the mic first. And they're coming in just trying to, uh, you know. It's my turn. Oh, I'm going to sing to call? Oh, okay. yeah, uh, call us at 914-803-4306. And press 1. And press 1 to be put into the queue. And uh, say what you have to say. You can read off what we're talking about. Come up with a new subject of your own. We're, 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 we're liberal. We're, we're easy. 
Eastern Time. We're here at 9, 9 p.m. Friday nights at uh, 6 o'clock. West Coast, and uh, what, maybe 7 o'clock in the mountains? Or in the <laughs> yeah, 7 in the mountains, uh, Michigan, Michigan and New Orleans and all that, we're like an hour back, yeah, but 9 o'clock on the East Coast. 9.15 is the time. time, 9.15. Don't be late when you listen up. It's here at 9 o'clock on the dot. That's right. Every Friday night. We'll see you there. Goodbye. Yeah, that's every time we it every Friday night. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm uh, <laughs> getting it in on that Friday night thing. I'm uh, Papa Didi, and I'm here with uh, Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bike it. Bike it. And, uh, I'm going to cover the segment now, another segment of mine, which is called uh, you know, Living for the City. So, now... Let's see. I think what we should discuss tonight is the fact that uh, what are they going to do this year to reclaim the White House? Hmm. Okay, is they going to get it with a with just a regular shoe in by people just blindly voting for a Republican and things like that, or or does Trump have to keep brainwashing his constituents with all his sayings and his everyday stuff he's putting down right now? You know, how's it going to happen? And if Trump does get back in to win another election, how's that going to look? How interesting is that going to be? Yeah. He's a man trying to build a wall, and he got everything else going on. You know, with the house. it's almost like you're trying to build a man cave in your house, and your toilet's leaking. You know, it's so interesting. I think the reason why people are so down on his, uh, his little wall situation is that the infrastructure. On the, I mean, I went to the other day from Baltimore to uh, Maryland, on the uh, Parkway, on Washington Parkway, they got they got potholes on that thing, deep enough to bury a dog. Then they got signs that say "Slow down, don't go, go for 30 miles an hour on the on the Ben Franklin." I mean, not Ben Franklin on the uh, on the Washington Parkway. Now, why won't you just get the trucks in there and fix the potholes? No, you got to you got a sign saying to "Slow down" so you don't mess your car up, but. Uh, I don't get it. Who who really owns the Ball and Washington Parkway? Hmm. When you get to Rondo Mills and that area, everything is nice and repainted and re rehooked up. But on the Ball and Washington Parkway between, let's say, uh, Rondo Mills and uh, Lanham, it's a mess. Because nobody wants to put the bills. Like five different people are in on it. You know, finance it, but the road is just going to pot. And the Palmer Washington Parkway between Baltimore and D.C. is one of the most popular roads going. Now, if you live in Philly or New York or something like that, and you live this way, you're going to be on that parkway eventually. But uh, it's horrible. You know, it's horrible. The potholes, everything's a mess. And Hogan just became the uh, governor of Maryland, and he's saying, what are you going to do with the parkway? He doesn't done squat. So if you ever got to come to D.C. and take that parkway and get up here from Baltimore, watch yourself, because it's a mess right now. Mm. But anyway, um, on top of all that, I suggest everybody get themselves together for this election coming up and figure out what you want to do, who you want to vote for. And I think the Democrats should really get together and really team up on who they're going to go for to, to beat Trump. You know, stop being so egotistical. We got like 10, 12 people right now. 
And, Maybe more by now. Yeah, in a Democratic, um, you know, coveted race there, they put a primary for the Democrats. They got like 12 people. And they just go all in up canceling everybody, each other out. So, so let's uh, get up on that voting thing, you know. Find out what's up and um, stamp on your game because another four years of Trump will kill us. <laughs> Amen. It killed me. I knew that. Amen. All right. That's your last word on the topic. Yeah, it's my last word. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm with you on that. I don't think I can take another four years. I really don't. All right. Well, thank you, Papa. Uh, We're going to switch over the kettle on the Hollywood wrap-up. And if anybody wants to make a comment, give us a call on 914-803-4306. Press 1 if you want to talk to us. Otherwise, just hang out with us. Uh, Kelly, are you ready to tell us what's going on in Hollywood? Sure, sure. Whenever you guys are ready. You ready for me? I'm ready for you. What do you think? All right. Well, breaking news, breaking news. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, she brought her co-host on The View to tears after she made a surprise return to the show on Thursday. Days after she revealed in a video that she recently came very, very close to leaving the earth because of a major health scare. Um, the host, Joe um, Joy Behar, he had been the uh, moderator for a while since Whoopi had been out for about almost a month. Um, she came out, surprised everybody because she was on a video at first, and then later she came out and surprised everybody. Um, she got a standing ovation from the audience for almost 10 minutes. And she was like, you know, everybody was hugging her and everything. And she was like, wow, I missed you guys. Whoopi Goldberg is 63. She had been absent from the show since February. Um, she revealed that she had pneumonia in both lungs and sepsis. So um, that's a, a, a almost a deadly disease, really. I guess she's lucky to be here. So everybody was happy about that to see her. But she says she's, you know, she's still not in the clear. She's kind of still in the dark. So she's going to um, probably take more time off, but we don't know when she's going to be back. Um, also, I'm going to piggyback on the um, the scandal we talked about earlier, Lori um, Laughlin. She... Um, Contributed to her her children's her two girls five hundred thousand dollars for their education. That's a lot of money. And um, unfortunately, she's not going to be. Um, she was on the um, Hallmark show, which is one episode of Hallmark is coming up that was going to feature Lori Laughlin, but they cut that off. And um, also for Full House. Um, they have cut ties with her on that. So Hallmark and the Full House reunion, they cut ties with her. That was Lori Laughlin. Also, Felicity Huffman, she um, contributed $15,000 uh, to boost her um, child's SAT scores. Um, and um, 
she's been cut off. She had an upcoming um, Netflix um, project coming up. They cut her off, and um, she deleted her. Also, she deleted her Facebook. Her husband still has the Facebook going on, but Felicity, she deleted her Facebook. I guess she was getting, um, you know, bad press from that. Um, but there is a $500 billion lawsuit against the whole situation with the um, with the kids and the, uh, uh, you know, the parents paying for their uh, education and everything. So we're going to continue to follow that story. Um, we're just going to see. Like we talked about earlier about the African-American woman. She went to jail and she had to do some community service. We're going to see what's going to happen with these two women, um, these two uh, Caucasian women. Um, so we're going to continue to follow that story. Also, um, Fox has not renewed um, the um, Empire uh, show for uh, its uh, sixth season. So um, they said the Empire premiere came on. The ratings dropped 13% because of the um, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, because of the Jesse Smollett. Um, he pleaded not guilty, but as he says, you know, the press is putting out some misinformation and um, all of that. So I guess, you know, the truth is going to finally come out. Um, it was interesting to see him on um, Instagram or on Facebook um, and also on the um, uh, local news. Him and his crew came marching in into the court with their shades on and, you know, like they were coming to do business. But he really didn't have to be there. He was there. Uh, the court uh, situation was going on that day just to see if they were going to televise that particular um, segment of his um court hearing, and they are. So he really didn't have to be there, but I guess he was just saving face, I guess. Him and his crew came walking in there. Um, Also, um, Wendy Williams, she's um, fighting with um, Howard Stern. That's an interesting battle because both of them are from radio. Um, The Wendy Wendy host calls out um, XM radio show host for being, quote, unquote, too Hollywood. And Howard fires back, um, but has their feud gone too far? Yeah, you have to look at the um, inserts on um, Instagram and Facebook and um, uh, Twitter. Um, I think Wendy just doesn't have anything else to talk about. So if she talks about other people. I mean, that's her business, sure. But when she came back from her stint from almost two months, she didn't really get into her situation with her, her family and her husband and some other things, but now she's going back and forth with Howard Stern. But if you hear what Howard Stern is saying, he is he's cussing worse than a sailor. I'm like, wow, that's, that's just some crazy wow. stuff. But um, um, also um, on the last note, um, some good news, finally. Pharrell, he is... Um, he is uh, hosting uh, an awareness music festival in um, Virginia Beach, April 26th through the 28th. He's going to have people like Janelle Monet, Missy Elliott, SZA, and Migos. So um, maybe he's oh, either really? he's raising Santa? money for yeah. yeah, so either he's raising money for something or he's just – I'm not sure. If, I think Pharrell is from there, if I'm not mistaken. He's from Virginia. Um, Missy Elliott, she's from um, VA also, um, down in um, Portsmouth. 
So I think they're from the same okay. area, and he's um, uh, doing a um, uh, a music festival. So, so that's my Hollywood wrap up for this week. All right. Well, that was informative, but I think uh, Wendy's got some mess still going on with her husband. That she insists oh, sure. that it's all lies, that everything sure. is fine with them. But I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. You know. But you know, she's she's the queen of 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 talking about everybody else, but not her herself. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. But, uh, so we'll yeah. see. But you you have you have to see that on um, uh, Twitter and YouTube. Um, the rant that he goes on to talk about Wendy Williams. He's he's cussing worse than the sailor. It's crazy. But, uh, I bet yeah. it is. How yeah. is a wild boy anyway? He is, he is. I think I think Wendy's just a little jealous, that's all. I think that's what that is. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I mean, he's got radio, she's doing TV. What's the problem? Yeah. And they both came from radio. Um, she's doing TV, he's done TV too. So, I mean, they've, they've both done it all. From, from them to come from radio and doing the things they're doing, they should pat each other on the back, you know. But You would think. Like I said, I... I think Wendy just ran out of things to talk about, so, you know. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, um, uh, while you got the mic, what's the cocktail of the week? Well, the cocktail of the week is, is very interesting. It's called a 1934 zombie. Ooh. The boozy subculture of tiki cocktails was born in the early 1900s with one man, Don the Beachcomber. He created the zombie in 1934. Wow. Okay. So the, these ingredients are one ounce of aged Jamaica rum, one ounce of aged St. Lucia rum. It's a lot of rum. Uh, 0.5 ounces of overproof Jamaican rum, one ounce of oh lime God. juice. Thanks. Finally something to cut it, right? Uh, <laughs> 0.75 ounces of grapefruit juice. That's Papa Didi stuff. 0.5 Ooh. ounces of cinnamon syrup. 0.5 ounces of uh, uh, falernum, and falernum is a um, uh, syrup liqueur from the Caribbean. It entails ginger, lime, and almond. So that's um, falernum, F-A-L-E-R-N-U-M. 0.25 ounces of um, pomegranate syrup, five dashes of... Um, Abyssins, which is a, mm-hmm. a bitters, and um, five dashes of the um, Agostura bitters. So you combine all the ingredients, add about 16 ounces of crushed ice, whip, shake, and pour into a tiki mug, and garnish with the grapefruit floret, lime, wheel, and cinnamon stick, and orchid. Wow, that's a lot. Wow. But that's put a in very little... decorative drink. Yeah, you put in your um your your uh the uh tiki, you know, type style which is the bamboo type um cup. You put in that. So Yep. That's a lot of rum. Yeah. That is a lot. Off. I mean just <laughs> listening to it, I'm like, Whoa, I'm getting a buzz just thinking about it. I know that's right. But maybe the uh grapefruit and the um bitters will help it. <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah. We'd have to try. We'll have to take that one to the test kitchen and see what's going on with that one. All right, man. All right. Well, it'll be on our website, com. So check it out. All right. Mm-hmm. And the cocktail of the week is sponsored by our parent company, DC Homegrown. dot com. Uh, thank you for that. All right. Uh, let's see the kiss it list. Uh, Papa was going to tell us about the kiss it list earlier, but the mm-hmm. kiss it list is a. Uh, let's see. How do I describe it? The kiss it list mm-hmm. is basically uh, a list of people who, as Papa always says, have shown their behind all week or during the week. Or acted a fool or said something just moronic. So we put them on the list to tell them to kiss it. So on the <laughs> list tonight, uh, who do we have on the list tonight, Kel? Um, what's that lady's name you, you told me to put oh, on there? DeVos? Betsy DeVos? Betsy DeVos, the uh, Secretary yeah. of Education, for saying that the mm-hmm. college scandal should be used as a teaching experiment for math. For the kids, yeah, she's yes, an ignorant crazy. woman. Yes, she um, is. Yes. Also, I've got all the people involved in those college cheating scandals, including the parents, the teachers, the coaches. Oh, for sure. That man, yep. Mr. Singer, all Singer. of them. Singer, they're yep. on the kiss list. Yep, yep, yep. You got that right. Singer Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Yep. On the kids yep, list. All of them. And uh Mr. Kraft, Roger Cadell, forty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to put forty five on the list for that veto. Mm, you know, if, the way if, he's showing that thing like the way a toddler poops in the pot and wants you to look at it. I'm yeah, like, Dude. If people don't know who if people don't know who forty five is, he's Donald Trump. That's who we uh refer yeah. to forty five. Yep. Okay. That's forty five. All right, well, we have a special prize for everyone who made it on the Kiss It list this week. And here it is. My in All right, that's the song that accommodates the people on the kiss it list, people that showed their butt hiney. There's some crazy stuff, and that sh- that song there explains your whole scenario. Yeah, now, that's what we need you to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, time for the last word. Uh, let's yep. see. Who's up first tonight? What you got? What you got? Come on, Papa, what you got? You've been kind of quiet back there. Yeah, you know, but I had a long day, you know, and I uh, was I was celebrating the uh, home going of uh, my aunt, my aunt Doris, okay. passed away at 97 years old, and her funeral was today. 
And oh, uh, the beautiful thing about it today is what I, is that I must have met at least 50 cousins. You know? Mm, wow. I didn't want wow. to mention. I didn't want to mention what other family that reminds me of. We won't speak on that. But, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was very interesting. All right, you know, this, this was real. You know, she was 97 years old, and she had great-grandchildren mm. and, and grandchildren. And everybody was there, but her great-grandchildren were in their 20s. Mm. So it was just an amazing thing to see everybody just so grown and populating. They were They were populating. I mean, to have grown mm-hmm. children in different sets of 20s. Every every 20 years, everybody grew, you know, uh, another level of maturity. But mm-hmm. saying all that, you know, my Aunt Doris, 97 years old. God bless you. God bless everything you stood for. You know, you and my mm-hmm. Uncle Al just taught me so many wonderful things. And it's been a long time since I spent time around family to see just how you really connect the family-wise. You know, you travel or live in different areas from where you're from so you don't get a chance to front your family too tough like you should when you finally do go go down and see your family who and what they are and they're they're flourishing and we had one person at the table with us that gave us a scoop on everybody who's this who's that who oh they were related to such and such and they're as close to you think you know they're all they're all just related to to one another it was a big old cousin cesspool and i and i, I enjoyed it to know I have at least 40 beautiful people in my family that I'm just touching base with for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I'm fantastically glad about that. So anyway, nice. other than that, I'm just, um, just just resting the soul and hopefully my Aunt Dars will rest in power, as they say, and uh, God bless you, Aunt Dars. Okay, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Yeah, you do nice. have a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Red Wine. What's your last word? Oh, my last word is uh, regarding the New Zealand uh, mass shooting that occurred Mm. uh, this week. I just want to say, you know, this is yet again another incident of somebody claiming to be a white nationalist, whatever, supremacist. You know, whatever name you call it, basically you're a hater. You hate people who don't look like you, who don't come from the cloth you're cut from. And all this hate needs to stop. People need to stop all this. You know, it was no sense in killing those 49 people like that. None of these mass shootings make any sense. You know, and I don't want to just keep saying the same, well, our hearts and our thoughts and our prayers, you know. Yeah. That's not helping. It shouldn't be happening. It's not helping. And this stuff should not even be happening. You know, I understand that New Zealand is saying now that they're going to do something different with the gun laws there, but... At least they're willing to take action and do something with their gun laws. Maybe the United States will wake up and smell the coffee. Yeah, they're in bed with NRA. yeah see, that's the problem. We just give a lot of lip service. So, I'm, I'm so, I'm so sorry that that situation happened. But I just hope something positive will come out of such a tragedy. Hmm. <sighs> Otherwise, the weather is beautiful temporarily. So. I guess that's the bright side. I don't know. It just brings me it's just sad. Anyway, I'll yeah, give it, it to you, Kevin. Like I said, I'm sweating on my tears. Anyway, Kevin, what's your last word? Well, I got, I got, I got a few things. Um, you guys touch on a, quite a bit tonight, and my last word is a is, is a few things. 
Be kind to one another. That is so important. You're walking down the street and you bump somebody, say excuse me. Even if they don't say nothing to you, say excuse me. But that means that you did your part. It's up to them to do their part. Also, drive with some sense. I mean, these folks are just driving out with, with, with nothing right now. But drive with some right. sense, at least. Also, stop shooting young folks. And I mean the young folks in the DMV. They act like they are taking something, and that's probably the problem. They're shooting something, taking something, ingesting something, smoking something, but y'all need to stop. Stop shooting. Um, also, the violence needs to stop. They did have a march on Washington today, or I think it was yesterday or, or today. The kids walked out, and they marched um, from the Capitol to the White House or vice versa about these gun violence. It just needs to stop. It just needs to stop. It just needs to stop. So young kids just keep continuing marching, and hopefully eventually Congress or whoever going to take some action, we got to take some action, and it's of the essence right now. Simple as that. So that's my last word. Okay. Well, I think we're all feeling kind of radical tonight. Yep. And yep. and my yep. heart yep. goes out to those black actresses who have to bring their own hair and makeup and stuff just so that you won't look all jacked up, looking like something from The Walking Dead. That shouldn't be, it shouldn't even be happening. So I mean, shout that, out that's, to them. Right. You're making a good point. Whoever is African-American descent or can do African-American hair, y'all need to go ahead to Hollywood because y'all have got a job right there waiting for y'all. <laughs> Yep. So you need to tell those directors, uh, we're here to help you. Let us have a job. That's what I'm saying. Yep. And if if that don't work, then y'all start a union out there, and from there things will grow. And that's how I see. There you go. You know. so. Hey Kettle, we have okay. a caller. We got about we got about four minutes before we're off the air. I'm gonna try to pick up this caller. Caller, you've got about three minutes. Go right ahead with your comment and welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I just want to um, give a shout out to Cattle for inviting me into the pajama party tonight. Um, the conversation was really interesting, and uh, I just want to give a shout out to you guys. It's very encouraging to know that uh, Black African Americans are out there trying to be entrepreneurs. Not trying well, to be, you. but are entrepreneurs. All right, um, now. Well, thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, well, we're glad you were on board with us tonight. We appreciate it. Hope you join us again right. next and Friday night. Yeah, yeah. I, I sure will. Okay. All right. Thank you. All mm-hmm. right. We appreciate it. All right. All right. We're going to wrap it up. And, um, Papa, you going to say good night? I think Papa already left the building. He, he was acting like he had a ride to catch. He was looking all out the window. I think Papa checked out. So on, on behalf oh. of Papa Didi, good night. And on behalf of myself, bonsoir. Uh, Kettle, you want to say good night? Yeah, I want to say good night, and I want to give a shout-out to that caller. Um, 
the best manicurist in D.C., Miss Roxy. Uh, she got it going on. She um, did a special service uh, for my brother tonight, and I appreciate her services. So um, a, sh- a shout out to Roxy. Thank you very much All for calling right, in. Ms. Roxy. All right, Miss Roxy. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Well, okay. until next Friday night when we do it all over again, we're going to sign out. But you can check us out online at apajamaparty.com. Tell a friend, mm-hmm. spread the word, spread the news, grow the family. We thank you for your time. Thank you for your support. And we'll do it again mm-hmm. next Friday night at 9 o'clock Eastern. Uh, I think we're done. I'm saying good night. All right. You saying good night? Good night. I'm out. Yep, good night. All I'm right. saying good night. And and all and right. On behalf of Papa Didi, who vacated the building before we went off the air, and he will be fine <laughs> for that. Good night. Uh-huh. See you next Friday night. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabi Ko. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.